Guys, what's going on? Uh, welcome back to another episode of the MFC Approach podcast. And you know what? Kylie, take it away. Oh, heck yeah. It's <laughs> my turn. Welcome to the MFC Approach, where Kylie Miranda and Luke Madsen are here as your hosts. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you nailed so it. much. Nailed I've just it. been practicing every day in the mirror. Just kidding. <laughs> So today is episode 12, and the topic is how mastering habits will enhance your health and wellness. Would you like to dive in a little bit deeper about our topic today? Yeah, let's do it. So um, guys, this is kind of building off of, I mean, core values was last episode that Kylie and I talked about. Habits, we feel like just kind of segues so well into um, like core values and how having effective habits um, can be so affected by our core values. Um, and so yep. that's kind of why we, we decided to go this route. Honestly, a lot of the information that we pulled from last episode and this episode is coming from the book called Atomic Habits um, by James Clear. And this was actually a book that Kylie brought up to me um, and that we... I mean, I, I listened to for the first time. I'm sure, I don't know if Kylie re-listened to it, but something we've just kind of been bouncing back and forth about for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. um, and so habits are such an interesting tool, really. Um, mm -hmm. Well, can be a tool. I, I think that's one of the things about habits. Habits can be good and they can be bad, right? Yeah. And, and so, I mean, I think about my day today and it's like, man, I have so many habits that I do just, not out of habit. habit. Yeah, out of habit. <laughs> yes, out of habit. Um, but I would say some of those definitely influence my life for more good. Mm -hmm. um, and some maybe not as good, not as productive um, as other habits could be. Um, so that's kind of why we wanted to dive into habits today, guys, and how to create and implement good positive habits into your day-to-day -day life. And how... I mean, the, the title of this episode, How Mastering Habits Will Enhance Your Health and Wellness, like ultimately that is what this podcast is about, um, mm -hmm. is enhancing your, your health and wellness. Yeah. And like Luke was saying, we chose to talk about core values first because that really influences our habits and what we want to, what we would like to do with our days and what's important to us because we create our day based off of what we find most important right usually it's like family and work you have to make money we have to spend time with our family we want to create healthy relationships and a lot of the times those healthy habits that we talk about are a lot harder to implement in our day because it does take time but it also takes planning right um so a the definition of a habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice especially one that is hard to give up so like Luke was kind of saying, there are habits that are positive and there are habits that can maybe stray us or keep us away from our most ideal version of ourselves. So, something that's been on my mind a lot, Kylie, I'm going to kind of throw this in there and I'm hoping we can kind of tie it into habits, yeah. but it's like one way or another, guys, we're going to face discomfort. Oh my gosh, yes. And, and a lot of times, um, especially when first developing a habit, it's uncomfortable, right? 
It's but, so hard. But you can look at it this way, right? There's, there's two types of discomfort. Mm-hmm. Productive discomfort or unproductive discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, it's obvious, like what kind of discomfort would you rather experience? Productive, right? Because productive discomfort is gonna lead to um, growth. It's gonna lead to developing these better habits, you know? And, and as a result, we're gonna continue to face more opportunity for productive discomfort, yep. which is gonna continue to just, you know, it's like a yeah. cycle, right? Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I was telling Kylie, even just right before we started this, like I, I look at my day and I'm like, man, there are obvious things that I'm doing on a day-to-day basis that are just not providing me any productive discomfort. Or it's not helping you feel like you're growing in an area that you'd hope to be. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I think that habits are an amazing tool um, to, to kind of help us establish, you know, a, a routine or a life of productive discomfort. Yeah. Because let's face it, nobody wants to wake up early, right? And no. work out. Like nobody <laughs> wants to wake up early to do some, anything really. No. Um, and a lot of times people don't want to go to the gym for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an uncomfortable thing. But again, it's like developing a habit and being able to do those things is going to ultimately provide you with productive, <clears throat> productive discomfort. So. For sure. And I think it'll have a lot more positive influences on your life, right? I, if you have inserted exercise or healthy habits into your life currently, I'm sure you've already noticed a difference in how it has played a domino effect in your entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's hard to, it can be hard to get to that point. Yeah. On, I, I received a message from one of my clients the other day. Um, who's been working with me for probably six months-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told me, he said, the gym doesn't feel like uh, like a burden or an inconvenience anymore to him. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like a positive outlet um, and just like a reset for him and a place where he can go kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like a reset. Yeah, yeah, yeah reset. Um, and once he leaves the gym, it's like his mental clarity and everything is enhanced. And Big he time. has a more productive day from that point on. And so he doesn't see the, the gym as a burden or a scary thing or an uncomfortable thing. Well, an unproductive, uncomfortable thing. It's a productive discomfort for him now. And he looks forward to it every single day. And he, it's because he's taking the time right, to develop the habit. And it's taken mm-hmm. time. It's taken months and months for him to really start to see the results of that and and so a lot of times what do you think was the catalyst for that change hmm. i don't know that's I, I'm, that's actually a really good question i would love to I, i'm actually gonna talk to this specific person and ask him what what it was um i will say this he mentioned to me lots of times um I mean, obviously he wasn't happy with the way he looked in the mirror. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't happy with the person he saw there, um, which is obviously a great catalyst for that. Um, but but also like one thing we talked about a lot was he felt like he didn't have the time to mm. go to the gym. Um, he felt like- We all feel that way. Right, right. And I mean, he's a dad of, uh, I'm trying to remember, I think three or four kids, um, obviously has a wife and, he owns his own business and he's just he's a busy dude 
Um, and it just seemed like there were so many things in his life and in his family's life that were just demanding his time. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one of the comments I made to him was, as you prioritize taking care of yourself, it will make you uh, a better person or a better version of yourself to then help take care of those you know, that Beautiful. you love the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think there's been lots of conversations around this that ultimately has led him to where he's at now, um, but it did, it took time. And there were weeks where he didn't go to the gym and there were weeks where he went once yep. or twice or he went three or four times and, mm-hmm. and now he's going four times a week, no questions asked because he sees the value in it and he has developed the habit. That's such a neat transition. Um, I have, I had a personal experience. I kind of shared it on my Instagram the other day. I, I don't was, know if you I saw that. I tell you, we need to talk about this because <laughs> I just barely thought of it. I was like, man, that was such a good example of this. Yeah. So I have always been very passionate about being physically active, exercising, going into bodybuilding. I've become really passionate about exercising several times a week, at least four to six, depending on where I'm at in my, my prep. So in end of November, December, and January, I was sick on and off the entire time. Awful cough, mucus, lack of energy. I wasn't sleeping because I was coughing. And so I wasn't able to exercise at all. And before that, the beginning of November, I had prepped for a show. That was one of my, that was my show date. And so I had created a lot of really intense good habits. I was prepping my meals. I was going to work out every day. I had my cardio um, scheduled. I was doing everything. I was into my rhythm. I was into my focus. And then I got sick and I wasn't able to do any of that. And so when I decided to start prepping for this April show, the Emerald Cup, I was in such a slump. It was so hard to make exercise a priority because I got really comfortable with like, okay, like I'm really tired. I need to listen to my body. I'm I'm exhausted. I can't. I didn't sleep last night. I need to focus on work. I need to focus on, you know, getting the house clean, doing, you know, this and that. And I forgot what it took to make those things a priority. And so as I was a few weeks ago, I was chatting with my husband and I was kind of just asking for some feedback and what he thought. And, and we kind of came to the conclusion. It's like, I need to start waking up at the same time every day. I need to get up, get going, whether it's going to work with a client or it's me going to the gym. It needs to be consistent. I need to wake up at 545 and get my rhythm going because I'm in a slump. It's really, really hard to get going anywhere because it, I'm not working out in the evenings. It's not as intense. I'm not getting everything done. Everything else has been a priority for me, right? And so <clears throat> as soon as I started implementing that, it started forcing me to go to bed earlier because I was so tired because, oh, I can't go to bed at 1030 and expect myself to, <laughs> to get up at five o'clock in the morning. And so it sucked. Some days I went and exercised for 30 minutes. Some days I went and sat on the sauna and I stretched, but I made sure that I showed up. I made sure that I went to the gym. And there was days that I was like, I'm only going to lift for 30 minutes today. That's all I have. And I would end up staying for an hour because I'm like, I'm feeling good. I got a good pump. Like I can finish these exercises. So I'm, you know, I'm a few weeks into that now and I've been able to rebuild that routine, rebuild that, you know, that flow. So even people who enjoy fitness, they get in slumps. 
people, like everybody goes through it, whether it's like having kids or sickness or family issues or whatever it may be, it can throw you off your game, but you can get back to it. Yeah, I, I love that. Just I just remembered too, I, I mean, I did an episode about getting out of your slump. Oh, I can't cool. remember what episode it was, but um, I think it was like five or six. Anyways, I, I love that, Kylie. And thanks, thanks like for sharing that because I think, I think that from an outside perspective, right, like especially somebody looking at Kylie who, I mean, you've competed how many times now? Uh, six. six or seven, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like it would be so easy for somebody just to look from an outside perspective and be like, man, she never. She's got it together, she, man. She, she goes to the gym the every slump, day. Right? She never feels the things that I feel, and that's not true. Like, you do. Um, and, and, I mean, obviously there were some forces in your life that kind of forced you to mm-hmm. sit back and relax for a little while. Um, not necessarily sit back and relax, but, like, <laughs> try forced to. you yeah, <laughs> yeah, try to relax. Um, but, but ultimately it's just, like, we all face the same things, and it's, I mean, going back to the subject of this this podcast right like how do we get out of that we develop a good habit um, a good routine in order to set ourselves up for success mm-hmm. um, get your body in motion because what was what is the quote it's like an object in motion stays in yeah. motion right uh, is that newton's like <laughs> newton's law, law. Or yeah um, here we go science nerds yeah, up in here um but yeah emotion creates emotion what like i was saying like whether it's go to the gym for 20 minutes like you're the more you move your body, the more you get to, you know, in that area, that atmosphere, get out, get out of your, get out of your house, get in the car, just get moved. Don't even yeah. think about it. Don't yeah. think twice. Just know this is where you need to be. And it might look different every day. Yeah. Um, there's, there's been a, a big thing on my mind lately too. Um, another thing that uh, it, it's a quote or a post that I saw. I think I think I actually saw this because you posted it and then I reposted it. And anyways, oh sick. Um, but it said life is ten percent what happens to you, and ninety percent how you react to it. Right. Boom. Um, and and it's just so true in every situation of our lives, especially when it comes to our fitness and our nutrition. Mm-hmm. It's like there's gonna be outside forces, right, that maybe try to not necessarily intentionally try to keep us from eating healthier or it disrupts the flow right but but ultimately like it's totally up to us like we are absolutely in control of our life and the habits that we have greatly affect those those choices that we make on Big a daily time. basis so we're in charge of the response right absolutely um so guys uh, we just want to kind of dive in just a little bit to the structure of um the book the atomic habits um he, James Clear, kind of outlines uh, four steps, I guess we could say, um, yeah. to developing habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there, there is a spreadsheet. We'll, we'll probably include the link in the show notes yeah. um, that you can just click on and access this one pager that, that we have in front of us right now. But Kylie, you kind of want to break that down for us and explain that a little bit? Yeah, so in the Atomic Habits, he definitely dives into it pretty in-depth, obviously. So I would encourage you to, if you got Audible, go listen to it. If you got the hard copy, awesome. Um, definitely take a dive into that. But the um, is it the four, yeah, the four main things that we're going to kind of focus on to help you build some healthy habits. Um, the first is going to be make it obvious. The second, make it attractive. Third, make it easy. 
and fourth, make it satisfying. So we're going to just kind of dive in a little bit to each of those and just to hopefully give you some insight on how you can create some healthy, healthier habits in your life. Um, because it can't, it can be tough to try and figure out how to start implementing that. Like, where do you start? How does this happen? So the first one is make it obvious. And that topic is habit stacking. Do you want to go I, I want, into it? I want, I want you to talk about this one because I feel okay. like this is, as we talked about this episode, guys, I feel like Kylie, I mean, she, I feel like you kind of shared already, like mm -hmm. how habit stacking influenced your ability to get back into the, your routine, right? And back mm -hmm. into the gym after like the sickness and stuff that you face. So if you don't mind. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to talk about it. So make it obvious. So the... The subline to that is habit stacking. So habit stacking is basically connecting a new habit that you're wanting to implement into your life to a habit that you already have in place. And an example of that might be, okay, you brush your teeth every morning, right? When you wake up, why don't you put your workout clothes right next to your bathroom door with your shoes, everything ready to go. You know that you're going to go in there to brush your teeth. So, and you want to start implementing exercising in the morning. My clothes are right there, right? I'm going to stack a new habit with an old habit that I know that I'm not going to miss out on. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Ooh, maybe like vitamins. Maybe it's hard to take vitamins for you every day. And I don't know if you drink coffee or like you have a breakfast routine or whatever it may be. Um, Put your vitamins next to those supplements or, you know, your coffee maker or breakfast that you typically have. And when you go to have that breakfast or drink or whatever it may be, your vitamins are right there. So it's like, okay, I want to implement getting more vi vitamins into my, my regimen. So I'm going to add it to a habit that I know that I'm going to hit every day. So we are more likely to do it if we can make it obvious, if it's with if it's in our way, right? So love I it. love habit stacking. I think it's really great. It's awesome. Thank you. Um, do you I, have any that you've done before? I was just trying to think if there was anything that, that jumped out at me. I mean, I, I you mentioned like workout clothes. So um, something that I will do. I wish I could say I did it every night. Like I, I, I should do it every night, but I, I do prefer to just wake up and work out. Mm -hmm. Well, I like to wake up and like do some reading, some like thinking and stuff, and then about 30 minutes after I wake up, uh, work out. But like nice. one of the things I'll do is just like put my workout clothes exactly like you said. I'll put them right next, like on the kit, on the not the kitchen, but the bathroom counter, mm -hmm. um, right above the drawer where my toothbrush is. And when I wake up and I go into the bathroom first thing in the morning, it, they're, like there are my clothes, and it's like my first thing that I do is just I put those on, mm -hmm. brush my teeth. And then I go out and I get a little snack or protein in me prior to working out. And then, um, and then I work out. Get so, after it. Yeah. Uh, on the days that I do that, it happens 100% of the time. Like, no doubt about it. Um, but on the days that I don't do that, it doesn't happen every time, unfortunately. There's more so, room for questions yes. and persuasion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When the two-year-old wakes up, like oh man, I didn't get my workout clothes out. So I guess I'll just, I'll just put him back down and just lay by him and fall asleep another <laughs> hour. So oh, anyways, man. sometimes um, that's nice though, which I do love that time. I do love that time, but, um, also want to show him, you know, yeah, like this is what, this is what it looks like to take care of yourself. So anyways, it's a happy balance. It is for sure. 
for sure. Um, okay, the next one, make it attractive. Uh, so temptation building is kind of the trigger uh, that that we selected out of. I mean, he, he has a few options here, guys, but temptation building. So if you're a person, you know, that likes to wa play video games or like watch Netflix or something, then the, what you do um, to, to kind of add an extra temptation, well, I don't, I don't know if I'm really talking drawn about Drawn yeah. or like you're more drawn to it or it's going to be more fun. Exactly. It's more attractive to it's you. It's like, so if you want to exercise, um, but you want to make it more attractive to you, like Kylie was just saying, then, you know, put the treadmill in front of the TV and watch Netflix or play a video game while you either, you know, ride your, your bike, your stationary bike or your treadmill in your house. Mm -hmm. I mean, gyms nowadays, I mean, it seems like every treadmill has a TV on it anymore. So it's like, if you go to the gym, it's like, you can watch whatever you want really. Yeah. Um, so they have, definitely, you know, workout cinemas yeah, at Vasa. There are workout cinemas, have movies playing all the time. So anyways, that's temptation building though. Just take something you love and, and use it to make something else that you're wanting to improve on a little more tempting, a little yeah. more. You're uh, more drawn to it. Yes. It's more attractive to you. Okay, make it easy is number three. Repetition, not perfection. Just get started. So kind of like what I was saying um, about my personal experience, I was really struggling just to even get to the gym. So I kind of persuaded and made a deal with myself that I just need to get out of the house. Just go, get in the car, drive to the gym, and if you make it 20 minutes, you make it 20 minutes. So I w ideally would have loved a 60 minute, you know, lifting session with some 20 minutes of cardio. I'd love to do the sauna. Like I have this big elaborate plan, but that's not always going to be the case. If you can just be consistent, it's not about being perfect. It's about just showing up. I love that. And oftentimes when you do show up, you get the drive, right? To, you get more to, out. You, you surprise yourself. Yeah, You're like, exactly. wow, I actually do have energy. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Um, and then the final step, guys, is just make it satisfying. Um, uh, make make it something that you look forward to. Um, so I, I know, like, Kylie, you shared an experience about one of your clients who, like, after he works out, he'll go and get what? Oh, he made it, like, his own, like, date night for himself, and he would go get Jimmy John's. <laughs> so he'd come and see me, and he knew, like, I'm going to go treat myself. I'm going to go have myself a Jimmy John's. I just worked out really good, and I'm going to go just, like, sit at a park somewhere that I really enjoy and enjoy a meal that I, I really like. So. And that is a good, healthy option, too. Yeah. I think that's the thing that we kind of talked about. It's like, yeah, make it satisfying, but don't make it satisfying to a point where it's, like, <laughs> counterproductive, I guess. I don't yeah, know, guys. We're I, treating ourselves. Yeah. Any, anybody that knows me knows that I like I love donuts and stuff, but I'm not gonna mm -hmm. I'm not gonna go get a donut after I work out every single time, right? That's just kind of counterintuitive, counterproductive. But um, add a protein to it. Yeah, there you go. Protein donuts. <laughs> there you go. Or just a protein drink with yeah, your donuts, yeah, you so you don't spike your insulin so much. Yeah. <laughs> your um, so, anyways, guys, that's that's the four steps. Um, again, make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. Uh, again, encourage you guys to get the book, read the book. Um, definitely has an impact um, in your life for the positive. Uh, yeah, Kyle, do you have anything else you want to add to, to any of this? Um, there's a part in there that we can dive into, but we don't have to. It says how to break a bad habit. 
Oh yeah. Um, is that something you want to yeah, we can do dive that. into? Do okay. Just briefly. Yeah, we can just kind of briefly go over it. So there's a few main topics when it comes to like breaking a quote unquote bad habit or a habit that you don't feel like is serving you anymore. Um, so one is reduce exposure to it. Two is reframe your mindset. Three, increase friction for create a contract. So when I first thought of reduce exposure, um, immediately kind of brings me to your community or people you're around. So like if you want to, you know, exercise more or, you know, make some healthier food choices, if you surround yourself with people who have similar goals and are working towards similar things, it reduces your exposure to, um, the opposite habits, right? So, if you have friends who, I don't know, smoke and drink and party or whatever it may be, um, those are not habits that you no longer want to participate in and no longer serve you, then you're going to have to make a very intentional choice of reducing your exposure to it and surround yourself with other people that are going to help support you in that new journey. So that's the first thing that I thought of when I, when I read to reduce exposure. I love that. And I mean, even going to the next step of reframing your mindset, it's like you made, you identified that, right? And so now it's like you got to highlight, uh, highlight the benefits of avoiding that action um, mm-hmm. and just make it unattractive, really. Um, because I, I totally agree. And I mean, I, I would say that drinking and smoking and doing those things like partying really aren't going to serve much of anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know some people say it's social. like a social thing, but it's like, you're not even like there. You're not even like consciously aware. Yeah. Of yeah. No, <laughs> I, I agree. Everyone has their, their thing, right. but yeah, I'm totally in alignment with you. Um, and so anyways, but to make it unattractive, obviously identify, identify how like the things that it's not doing for you. Um, and, and make those the the mindset reframing of your mindset um, in order to make it less attractive yeah and I think also like highlighting what's working like why it's so great for you I think that can be tied back to exercise Um, when we get started with exercise it's really hard to get a good routine because we're not seeing a lot of changes right Right. at the beginning Right. right so if we can start highlighting the little wins like oh my gosh, I noticed that I'm sleeping better. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting a deeper sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, my water intake has really affected my brain fog. Like I feel so much more alert. My joints don't hurt. Mm-hmm. Ma- the scale maybe hasn't changed one bit right. in two weeks, right. but holy crap, your mental health. Like there's, you have to start looking for the good in your adaptations to your new habits. So Love it. looking for the good. Love it. Um, the next one is just increase the friction, um, or, or make it more difficult. Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, to the bad habit. Yes. To, (laughs) to a bad habit. Yeah. Sorry. Going back to how to break a bad habit. This is the third step. Um, increase friction, increase, uh, the number of steps between you and your bad habit. Um, so again, like if, I mean, we keep, I keep kind of going back to like alcohol and, and that sort of stuff. It's like, don't have it in your house, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if that can be with soda, that right, can be with soda, like a lot of treats. It yep. could be with whatever 100%. temptation that you might TV, have. TV, watching too much TV, like mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Like I, yeah, I would say there's phone probably, time, setting timers. Yes, making absolutely. it harder to get to it. Make it harder. So, 
you want me to do the last one? Do it. Awesome. Uh, create a contract. Uh, making the cost of your bad habits public and painful make it unsatisfying. So I'm directly kind of drawn to like creating a contract with yourself. Um, and maybe with like your community or like social support, um, just making it known and and trust. Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Like leaning on those people and being like, Hey, so I'm preparing for a bodybuilding show. Me and my husband had this conversation because it always like ebbs and flows because as you get deep into that deficit, you're mentally not so sharp and full of love. I don't, I don't think Kylie appreciated when I brought gummy bears the other day uh, <laughs> when we, we met up to talk about this podcast. I, I brought in some gummy bears. She's like, oh, perfect. I'll take these to my husband. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. My Awkward. Bad. Yeah, I forgot. This is my gift for you <laughs> to be stronger. So like having, uh, having people know can be helpful because it will help you stay accountable. And I know that I know I talk a lot about my bodybuilding, but just like personal experiences in that is like my husband's family, they are not familiar with a ton of like fitness and nutrition and like being specific with your, your meals or anything like that. And when I first came into the family, I brought my own meal to one of the dinners and they're like, can I get you this? Can I get you that? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like I'm preparing for a bodybuilding show and I have to be specific with my food. And now five years into it, they love and support me in that and ask me questions. So it might feel awkward at first, but people are watching and also like helping you stay accountable. If they're sharing with love and respect, just kind of like what I was saying with my husband, like, how do you want me to show up for you when I notice that you're not showing up a hundred percent for yourself? So that's awesome. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, okay. So those are the four four steps to kind of how to break a bad habit. So um, ultimately, though, guys, like this book is amazing. Um, it's impactful. And I will say that as I've implemented the the steps and things that he identifies, it, it really does make a difference in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to fix everything. I mean, it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take work for mm-hmm. sure. Um, again, kind of going back to like the productive discomfort, like it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. So just stick to it, stick with it, work hard, um, develop the habits that are going to ultimately bring you the most joy, the most benefit and, and a happier, healthier life. So, yeah. Do you care if we do one more question? No. Awesome. So, um, I know Luke posted it. It was a question that we shared on mm-hmm. social media and we'd love more interaction if we share those questions. Cause <laughs> we want to, we want to know personal experiences. Yeah. Um, it was, what is most challenging when it comes to building healthy habits? Did you have any self-reflection on that one? It's most challenging for me personally yeah. when it comes to building healthy habits. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, I, I kind of thought about this as, um, I mean, as we talked about like you getting ready to go into your next bodybuilding show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was like the thing that was like. I have like, I've got to make a change. Like I've got to start now because mm-hmm. if not, like it's going to be too late and mm-hmm. I'm not going to either be able to compete in the show or bring, bring my best, the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I can possibly bring. Um, so I was just sitting here thinking about me personally. Like, uh, I will say I do. I, I find time to work out four times a week and, awesome. and I'm happy with that. I wish so bad that I was more consistent with like the time and, mm-hmm. and, um, just gave myself more, uh, like just so that I knew what to expect because I feel like some days 
I'm just like, oh, I've got 30 minutes. Like, I got to hurry and knock this out now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so my, I'm just not More really structure. giving... Yeah, I'm not giving myself a fair shot, I feel like, at... Um, getting the most out of that workout. Um, so I guess the reason why I brought up your bodybuilding show though is like when I have something that I'm preparing for, mm-hmm. um, it helps me so much. So like having um, a goal in place. Yes. Having a goal, a specific goal, like with, with an end date, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm just going to be done working out after that end date, but, um, something just kind of helped get me back on track because mm-hmm. once I get to that end date, it's so much easier for me to just to keep going mm-hmm. and, um, You've implemented a lot of healthy habits Mm -hmm. and maybe you pivot or maybe adapt a little bit. So it's not so extreme, I guess, but you've already created good, a good foundation. So it's a lot easier to stay in that for sure. Focus for sure. So yeah, that's actually, I've I've been thinking like, man, what's my next thing? You know, like, what am I going to do next? Just to really help me stay Mm -hmm. focused. Um, Oh, I remember the question my friend shared with me. (laughs) Um, it was, so what is most challenging when it comes to building healthy habits? And her response was getting enough healthy foods in through the day. Yeah. I think that's a big one. Um, so we're both personal trainers and we hear all sorts of aches and pains when it comes to nutrition. What do you feel like is your go-to when you're trying to help direct somebody with a question like that? Because I feel like that's super common. Not many people eat enough food. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. Um, I, I, I kind of got a couple answers. One, I know people aren't going to really like and appreciate, um, but it's track your food. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Knowledge is power. It's annoying, yeah. But I can't tell you guys how many times somebody has said to me, like, man, I'm eating, like, I'm eating this many calories, and, and I'm still not losing weight, or I'm still not putting on muscle. And I'm like, like I'm sorry, but, like, you're not eating what you think you are then. Mm-hmm. Because if you were and you were doing it consistently, then you would know, like yep. you would see the results. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess just kind of build off of that. Like the reason why I say track your food is because it brings intentionality. Um, sure. so if somebody says they're struggling to, to eat enough healthy foods, um, basically what, what that tells me is like, they're not being intentional. They don't have a plan. In they're place. not aware. Yeah, yeah. They're not aware. Um, and so it, it's just as simple as that, like have a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, build a habit right like Mm -hmm. the night before you go to bed and before you wake up the next morning and have to go to work it's like get some snacks together right like Mm -hmm. um get some healthy snack options either i mean if you're if you're a mom at home or if you're somebody going to work like have have healthy snacks readily available for you to access when you need them and want them Mm -hmm. um because if not, then you're going to just do whatever's easiest, which sometimes that's just not eating anything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's eating a sleeve of Oreos, right? Yep. <laughs> so. Path of least resistance we are. Yes, exactly. So what about you though? Like, what do you think? What, how, how do you help your clients with that? If, um, can I ask, was this a client that asked the question or is nope. this just a friend? It was just a friend cool. on social media cool. that um, follows quite closely and just always has different exactly. questions. Yeah. So my first thing is, so they don't feel like they're getting enough healthy foods in their days is obviously education, kind of like you said. And I love that recognizing what you're putting into your body already is super, super important. Um, But then also educating people on what food is. What is a protein? What is a carbohydrate? What is a fat? 
Like, I think I want to say our gender, like our parents' generations and the generation before that was like, don't eat fats. It makes you fat, you know, like, um, so many different things, but fats are really good for your hormones. Carbohydrates are really great for our brain and our body. It's its main fuel source. That's the one I was going to say. Now we got people who say, don't eat carbs. Carbs make you fat. And it's like, guys, too much food makes you fat. (laughs) Calories, right? That's yeah. like how, how many grams of protein, you know? Uh, make up a calorie um, four yes or yeah four yeah, calories four. for every one gram yeah yep yes yeah. sorry I kind of said that backwards um, but same what about fat nine good job nine <laughs> alcohol uh, it's its own macro seven. good job yep. and then carbs are the same well not the same as protein but also four when mm-hmm. it comes to calories I guess they're yes the same. but yeah yeah anyways maybe maybe that's like an episode we do some point is just break down you know what what, what is a macronutrient? Yes. What is a micronutrient? Yeah, and how does it affect you? Right. Yep. So anyway, I, like that. I love that. But education is kind of what you were saying. Like yeah. when it comes to educate your clients. Yeah. Educate your is power. And then also just giving them just like some different tips and tricks on how to make it simple. Yeah. Um, because I think we over, you know, overcomplicate it with like, oh, I have to make all these elaborate healthy meals. Yep. Make ground beef, make shredded chicken, and have tortillas and rice and chips and salad, and you can make four to eight different meals out of just those two meats. Exactly. Like, I love simplify. It. Simplify. That's that's like whole foods. Obviously, are like a focus. But when when somebody like says to me like, "Well, what exactly is a whole food?" I'm like, single ingredients. Mm-hmm. Like. Focus on single ingredient food. So yeah, like cook up some ground beef. Season it with whatever you want. Like seasoning is yes. That's how you, that's how you, you like make it. Food you're gonna taste eat good. it. <laughs> yes, that's how you make food taste good. But it's like keep it simple. Um, the more simple the food, I think the the more impact, the better impact it, it has on your body. So anyways. oh yeah, and it's easier to to track. And it's I mean, there's just so many reasons why single ingredient whole foods are what I kind of encourage clients to eat. Eighty percent of the time, twenty percent of the time, I'm like, go get those Oreos, go get those. Go donuts. enjoy some good grub. Yeah, eye so, line for sure. Anyways, cool. Well, awesome. I appreciate that question. That was great. Yeah, of course. So, be sure to let them know we appreciated it. Um, anyways, guys, we're we're gonna I can kind of wrap it up from here. Um, if you're still listening, we really appreciate you listening to <laughs> us. Thanks for jump, kinda, staying with us kind of hash this out and, and go back and forth. But anyways, we hope it's been valuable. Hope that, you know, you see the value in establishing good habits. So anything else, Kylie? Keep it simple. Sweetheart kiss. If yeah. you've ever heard that is the acronym. <laughs> or, is that what it's called? Yep, or keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> keep it simple, stupid or sweetheart. I would recommend sweetheart just because we already talk so mean to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So that is my best advice. Yeah. Keep it simple. Cool. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Until next time, have a good one. Bye.